What's up? Welcome to the podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're the third person here. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Are you honored? Well, why are you so honored? I mean, it's your podcast, man. Of course, ah. Uh. Yeah, actually, I'm very stressed, you know, before you come. Why? I don't know, eh. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I was so quite stressed out whenever, before this whole thing started, so. Because <laughs> I was like thinking, will the sound be very, very bad, ah? Uh? Or will the sound be, like, or, or like, will the room be too small? Or will we very, or will he, like, have very awkward? Yeah, oh. I have, like. But you, this is the third person, right? So, so yeah. how's the other two? Was it, was actually, it? it's more like you're the second person, ah. Uh. I, I, won't oh, count, right. I, I won't count to Shuya now. To because, the, uh, the previous one, he, yeah, we just don't know what we're doing. Eh. He was just testing out the mic for like 10 minutes. And then you guys were recording while he was testing the mic. Yeah, he was doing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I realized this mic, yeah, make it very, very deep, the sound. Yeah, it's nice though. I like it. Hello. Really, yeah. yeah. Some people like the more natural sounding. Hello. Hey, your phone ringing. Oh. Maybe pick up a lot. Let's pick up. Okay. I'll just cut this out. Okay. So welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> and we are back. Yeah. <laughs> Commercial break. Yeah. So yep. yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll design this podcast to more of like give people an idea of what um like what what people do with their job law. Yep, right yep. now I, I I'm job hunting. And I won't say I'm, I'm very actively job hunting. La, yep. But I mean I just look on the on the job portal itself and I always see like a lot of um different job roles. And they always give like, I'll say very vague lah. It's not very vague uh, information about the job. It's very general, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very, yeah, very general. Yeah. And and I also feel like sometimes when I hear from, because I, I mean, always meet, always meet up with all the church people, right? Yeah. And then we always talk about, always talk about job, right? always talk about <laughs> jobs. And it's always, they always talk about the jobs. They always say, oh, there's always like a hundred different tasks that they do. And yeah, there's a lot of things to do. And these are not included in the job description. Yeah. So yeah, so I just want to just kind of give people a more in-depth, uh, idea of what people do at their job la. I mean I mean you can go how, however specific you want to go yep. and I mean there's some information they probably won't want to say because it's probably confidential yeah yeah yeah. so maybe you can just give like um a quick summary of yourself or, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I think that's a good start maybe just yeah. give some background right yeah what's your name first uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is my name is Elvin yeah, yeah so I, I think some background about myself is that uh I'm still I had a major in uh in arts in econs, mm. so I'm, I I had a, a degree in uh econs in NUS. So what I'm doing right now is I'm working as a business consultant in a tech startup. Yeah. So I think my my experience um so far it's uh mainly around um startups. Yeah. I think my past in, my past mm. intern experience is also startup. So um with regards to oh, I can hear my breathing, but okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, I think with regards to my experience, I think it'll be more towards the startup aspect more mm. than just, you know, the bigger companies. Lah. Yeah. So I think back to your question, I think when you say that uh, when most of the time you see, you know, job portals, they, they put very general description. I, I think yeah. it's very true. And I, I think maybe for more for tech, for startup culture wise, because I think in a startup culture, uh, you kind of have to do everything, right? So yeah. it, it's not, no, you, you can't possibly write down everything that, that you have to do. And, and also, I think at the same time, it's also quite fast-paced. Mm. So sometimes you might need to take on additional roles that's not even in the uh, description. Mm. Yeah, so I would say, I would say, I mean, yeah, I, I think when you apply for a job or, or for anybody that's applying for a job, when they look at a job role, you know, I think that's a good indicator of, you know, what the general thing that you're going to do, but always expect more than that yeah yeah and and um i think maybe for the tech oh not tech but for startup culture like i think be be, be prepared to do everything yeah yeah that's startup yeah no. yeah like they'll just show you it's things that they, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they just show you like whatever you need to do then you need to like you know yeah. how to do yeah so i, I would say that's the culture for for startup la. if if anybody's interested in you know yeah. joining a startup so so you major in so you you're from nus and then you major in 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 uh what uh, econs yeah yep. you major in econs and then after that you did so after you, f- you major in econs right so how do you end up joining a startup or yeah yeah so so it's a bit um weird right like i'm a econs art yeah. student and i'm doing a tech in a tech industry yeah yeah so uh, i think what happened was that um this uh i i converted from intern yeah. into full-time mm. so i this this place that uh, i'm working at right now uh, it was like one of the many uh, places that I applied for internship. You know, when you go into the portal, you can just click. click Where you apply though? 
Sorry? And US upload. And US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, the, okay. the US one. Yeah. Okay, so okay. that was one of the um that was one of the company that was uh, hiring law. So I applied for it and then um I think there were a the few companies that that um arranged for interview. So I just okay. went for it and then I, I applied for a business development role. Uh. Yeah. And um I think at that time the I mean everything works out and then they, they got me in as a business development. So when I was there, I was doing mainly uh, helping to write some articles and also um in being involved in the customer customer service team. Okay. Yeah. So because my, my thing there was only two months because yeah. I was there for the winter, the period, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't really do a lot. Yeah. So I, I mean there were some, you know, hiccups in between and and I realized that I actually uh could graduate from there. Yeah. And and I think my intern place was kind enough to offer me, you know, extension. Wait, wait, so so wait, you were there for internship for two months. Yeah. But it was still during the time that you were in school. Uh. Yeah, yeah, correct. Also, you haven't graduated yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so there was like the winter break, right? So we yeah. have about uh, six weeks, if I'm not wrong. So that was in, you graduated in year two, right? Or year two and a half? Uh, I lost track of it. Okay. So yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know you, I know you graduated very, very early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you, correct, gra- correct. you graduated very early. So, okay. okay maybe I can. Yeah. Okay. So I know my degree is four years, right? But because yeah. I came from poly. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a engineering uh, uh diploma in, in poly. Right? Yeah, actually, actually, I just want to ask you that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why do you convert from, because you were from engineering with, with business, right? Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Poly. Correct, correct. Yeah. And then you you did very well. Yeah. And then you, when you told me that you end up switching to arts in yeah. the US, right? I thought it was like, well, quite a big change. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And even right now, right? Like a tech company, right? Yeah, so yeah, I'm like yeah. doing everything. So I, I think maybe to, to to answer that question, um, initially I, I did, so in, um, when I was in Nian, I was doing um diploma in engineering business, yeah. right? So I, I kind of took mechanical engineering. Yeah. Then uh, I mean, surprisingly, I did exceptionally well. Uh, yeah. Then after that, I what's the GPA? Uh, oh shucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so everyone three, you know. three point eight seven, I think. I was three point nine something. No, dude. Okay, okay. Three point eight seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So out of four. Out of, yeah. out of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the lowest I got was a B, I think, or B plus. I forgot already. Yeah, I think, I think it's wrong there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, I, I decided to jump to arts was primarily because I wanted to do, um, I wanted to major in, uh, what's that? Course? Shucks. I want to major in, uh, Sociology. No, no, no. What's the other one? Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, sharks. I forgot. Not econs, right? I don't know. Uh, let me think. Oh man, econ- I forgot. Political science. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh sharks! I forgot what. I don't I know. I, I can name all the arts. Wait. Uh, political science, psych, so, social work, social work, oh, social work. Oh, yeah, social yeah, work. Okay, 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 oh, okay. sharks! How can I forget it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to major in social work. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's the reason why I I went to the arts. Okay. Uh, in in NUS, right? So, so I I took I even took the introductory mod for social work. Yeah, but mm. I, I think through that mod itself, I realized that actually I don't really need a degree to do social work. I, I mean, not to these people that's doing social work, yeah. right? but I think it's for me more for me. Like I I feel that like um I can do it anytime, like right? Mm. Yeah, and I I don't really need a degree to to do it. So that that's just on my end. Mm. Yeah, and and I think because of that realization, I'm like, oh no, I'm kind of stuck. Right, like okay, I I came here with a game plan to, um, you know, do social work. But mm. then now that like, you know, after taking the course, the introductory course, I realized, hey, you know, this is not something that I want to do. Then where should I go? Right, and and because of my background in mechanical engineering, yeah, um, econs was the only uh logical choice right? because it's it's math also. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's the reason why I I went with uh, econs major. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's more like you, you were in doing uni itself, you kind of like realized that you didn't need to do, you, do, you didn't need a degree to do social work. That's, that's on my own. It's a preference thing. Like that, that's why oh. for me. Yeah. But, but, but you want to do social work. Yeah. 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 So as in like, I, I feel that for my end, like, I, I mean, I think one way to put it is there are different ways that you can, you know, impact the society. Right. Like, yeah. I think one is, you know, you can really be on the ground. Yeah, and you can help people and that kind of stuff, and and I think that's what you know social workers do, right? I mean, on the ground or policy or whatever it is. Yeah, but on my end is I I want to do it in a way where I have the flexibility of doing it, 
I don't mm. want to be restricted by, you know, certain, certain company or being under certain, you know, um, body or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. So I want to give back the way that I can give back. So it doesn't have to be, you know, so that there isn't any form of restriction on me on what oh. I can do. Yeah. So that was, that was, you know, what I wanted to do in terms of giving back to, to, to society. Okay. Yeah. So, so to me, I, I think when I was deciding to do, uh, to want to do social work, I, I was, I was planning to go into, you know, the family sector. Yeah. 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 So that was what I wanted to do. But, but I mean, I, I personally think that, um, there are other ways that I can, or there are other routes that I can take to achieve that. Oh, so it doesn't have to only be that one yeah. route. Yeah. 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 So that's why you changed to econs. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So was econs hard when you changed from social work to econs? Uh, surprisingly, no. I think because of my background in engine. Yeah. So it was uh fairly easier to understand. Mm. Right. Because I think econs in NUS it's uh mainly math. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's more applied math, right? Like you you kind of understand Yeah, I need logical thinking on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so it's not like, you know, everything is just foreign or you know, it's just plug formulas yeah. and apply. Mm. I think econs in this case was quite like I was able to, you know, grasp the 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 concepts. And then see in real world, okay, what what, do, what does it mean and that kind of stuff, mm. and, and that that kind of make it easier for me, yeah. But of course, I, I think I think there's a spectrum to that. So there's the the other the other aspect to it, which is very very technical. Like you know, you need like this is very technical, which like I'm I I mean I know that I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's like <laughs> that's like another level. Yeah. So mine was just very basic uh, icons, and uh, because of that, I chose to graduate earlier. Mm. I think primarily because. Uh, I I'm not really a study person, so I I prefer to you know work and get experience. I think I think we're the same. But the the, yeah. the the crazy thing is that in poly we did very well. That means at some point we are actually quite good at studying. You know what I mean, yeah. But in poly we did very well. Wait, what's your GPA? Around the same as you. Like what? Three point nine. Three point nine. Oh, dude, you're <laughs> higher. <laughs> it's only by point zero three only. <laughs> yeah, but I think that I honestly I thought that I'll be very. I thought uh, when I when I get out of poly right, I went to uni right, I'll have yeah. this same drive, this kind of same. Uh, I don't know whether you feel the same lah, or this same like uh understanding of the modules or something like that. But when I got through my my second year, I start to realize that I don't like the module at all. Oh okay. Yeah, like like I I I don't know why like in poly I like, oh I had not so very fun lah, but I I kind of like was able like when I see each question I was able to do it. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Mine was working was doing, and then when I was in uni I was like oh I just cannot do it anymore. Yeah. Is it more of like you, you can't understand the concept or or like you just uh, lost interest altogether? I think it's more of lost interest, pa. But I just I don't know where the same for you. Of course I say we both of us, you know, we really very well in poly, but then in uni yeah. we, we we kind of like uh not very interested in studying anymore. They want to do something on my own. Yeah. Uh yeah. so what made you lost that kind of that kind of interest to want to push push further to like complete it in the three and a half years? Right. I, I think even in poly, um yeah. I was already more business driven mm. yeah that's, that's the reason why I took the business minor mm. yeah and I, I think um, I think for my end it's a bit different I think uh, I feel that I understand better with regards to what what I'm learning in uni as compared to poly mm. yeah I, I mean I think poly because it's engine right and, and to me it's like most of the stuff I, I don't really understand but I, I think because of uh, you know the class and and how you know we're all here to help one help help one another. Like yeah. I think we kind of got through uni uh, poly together. Yeah. Whereas for uni, I, I feel that I have a better understanding of what I'm learning, hmm. and then I I feel that it was easier for me to grasp you know the what what was being taught. Hmm. Yeah. So if you ask me with regards to learning, I would prefer uni with regards to what I'm learning. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it's just me like I, I don't like to see everything just based on theory like you know because whatever that we learn is just paper right and it's yeah. all just theory like I, I, I'm i more of a hands-on person like you know I just want to you know get experience work mm. and yeah I mean this is just me la. yeah I mean I, I mean I feel, I feel the same la. like I also feel like I need to to kind of like apply then to just read and just like do problems yeah. on, and then I, I mean for me I, I also kind of really get it la. I mean for me I, I just in body I just keep redoing the same question, keep redoing the exam papers. Like, you know, like in, in, in our old levels. Like yeah, yeah, keep yeah. keep driving you with the same questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep doing over and over and over again. Oh, you man. get it right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, but at least you, you got over uni. You know, yeah. You graduated. 
Yeah. And, and, then, and to be honest, I think at that moment when I was making the decision, it was hard because it, it was out of the norm, right? Like, yeah. And everybody was like, oh, you, I need to take an honors. It, it, it's beneficial for me to take honors. Yeah. Like, I, I need to have an honors. Yeah. And, and it was like a bit, I, I mean, it's very different, like, like because the masses in general, everybody's just doing it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So it was a hard, it was a hard decision for me, but like, Looking back, I don't think I, or rather I, I mean, maybe for now, I, I don't regret it. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel that that one year where, um, of studying, I, like, I, I feel that I gained a lot of experience at where I am. Yeah, which I think is much more valuable. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it depends on how people, different people see, right? Yeah, but I mean, right. to me, it's, I, I think that it was valuable. But I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good la, that I mean, it's good that you you kind of break yourself away from the norm. Yeah. Yeah. Because most of the, I, I guarantee you that most of the people in, to be honest, right? Just have no idea what they want to do. Yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, like, it's <laughs> yeah. like people who take masters. I mean, I know offense of people who take masters. Uh. Of course, I know some people who are going to take masters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know a few friends. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just trying to say that I feel like people who take masters and not directly to anyone are, are just people who are quite lost in their life and they just, they don't know what to do so they just go and study again. Yeah, maybe 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 for them it's like a change of career or hey, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, correct. Like you want to learn something different, you know? Yeah, because, because a lot of people in China, right? They actually after uni, right? They just straight away go to master. It's like a normal thing to just all to go masters. Yeah, it's like right. They're like, oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do in your masters? Like next next year after you graduate. Yeah, yeah, it's like a normal thing. It's not like it's not like in Singapore where you kind of finish degree you straight go and work. Mm. But people there because in China itself there's so many people who are degrees yeah. so they will want to stand themselves out from the rest. So this, this, is, this is very similar to how Singaporeans Correct, yeah, right? exactly, yeah. yeah. But but the thing is that my, my sister took a master's, right? She took a master's in Australia right? and then when she came back to Singapore, right, they still pay her the same as a uni grad oh, okay. because the master's was not applicable to do the job itself. Oh, yeah, so they, they, so okay. they say no point I pay you um, a master's pay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I cannot relate that yeah. thing back. Yeah. So she's doing another few from, from yeah, yeah, correct. Right, right, right. So and now, yeah. Also, not not much difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what kind of I heard is recommended is if your company sends you to yeah. do masters, yeah, they pay for you, then there'll be more. Yeah, this this more, more worthy, and and you get the qualifications, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so you see, you're working in a tech firm now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, maybe maybe I can talk more about. Yeah, you're doing business development in tech firm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm working in this, in this startup called Arcadia. Yeah. Uh, what we do is we provide a um, we are a software as a service company. Yeah. So we provide solutions that, um, you know, help businesses to go digital, mm. right? Uh, so I, I think a good example of um the solution that we provide is something similar to, um, Shopee, Lazada, um, eBay, or even Airbnb. Mm. You know, so it's a marketplace technology. Where um, I, I mean, it's very similar to or or rather, I think um, generally people can be confused between this and you know like Shopify or or uh, Wix, you know. Mm. But I think the main difference between our solution and, and that is is mainly towards um um ours is a marketplace solution and a marketplace solution is three sided. Mm. Right. So a three sided um solution means that apart from the buyer and the seller. Mm. which is what you expect from like, you know, comp- like, like Wix or Shopify. We actually have another side to that and that's the admin side, mm. right? So maybe just to give an example, yeah. Um, let's talk about Lazada, right? So I, I think all of us are very aware of, um, you know, what, who Lazada is, yeah. what they do and all kind of stuff. So they are a e-commerce uh, marketplace, right? So a three-sided marketplace is like that. So in this case, the buyers are like us, ordinary people that go into the website and buy stuff and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, and they have the sellers. So the sellers are, are, are Lazada's uh, merchants, right? So they could be maybe Nike or I don't know whatever brands that they have. Yeah. That they want to sell their products mm. on the marketplace, right? So this is the two sides, and then the last one is um, Lazada themselves, mm. right? So Lazada themselves, um, they are the administrator of the marketplace of the website. Right, so they will be the one that you know design the UI, the UX for for the for the website. They are the one that designs, you know, how much commission you know they get, how do they charge delivery, how how would they want the business to work in Lazada? Hmm. Yeah, so very different from you know Wix, Shopify, where it's one side when it's two sided. For example, maybe if I'm a you know a block shop that wants to sell clothes, right? So I I set up my own block shop, I post my clothes, I'm the seller, and then you're the consumer. That's all. Whereas in this case, it's more of a three sided one. Yep. So we provide this kind of solution to enterprise to 
into um, entrepreneurs who wants to start their own marketplace. Yeah, oh. so so that's that's the technolo- technology that um, Arcadia does, and we are targeting the marketplace sector. Yeah. Mm. So your your so your role there was to do business development, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like what we mentioned earlier, um, you know, yeah. in the startup, you're kind of trying to do everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I started off, you know, being doing business development, like um, just being more involved in the uh CSI, being more involved in the sales side. But I think subsequently, uh, I, I got more involved in doing the consultant side as well. So um, what happens is that uh, most of the time um, we have leads that come to us and then they would like to, you know, find out more about how they can uh, integrate into using, integrate into using our system. Right. And, and that's where um, I come in, where I will kind of do the initial uh, review of their features and to see whether it's our solution feasible for them. So I will, I will kind of do advice for them. Hey, you know, um, if you're looking for these features, uh, yes, it can be done with us and mm. then just you know, provide some feedbacks and then just kind of give like a pre, pre-sales pre consultation to them. Yeah. So it's more of, so wait, the, so so you're, so how you, how you kind of come in is more of like your, your company kind of help in the, when the, when the, when the business is really set up really or is it businesses that are, let's say it's still in the ideation stage. You know what I mean? Like I'm still having an idea of, yeah. I want to set up, like for example, the last time I talked to you, right? Yeah. I want to set up this, um, this platform where I can link, um, um, people to help. Cause I want, basically I want to create, okay, how, how do I say this? I want to create a place, a website yeah. to help other, um, other entrepreneurs who have an idea they want to start so they can list their idea, uh, onto this website. Yeah. And then other people who are interested in investing in them can kind of send the money to them, like give them the money and kind of generate the the fund for them instead of going through um the normal venture capital yeah, yeah. they are being judged by three people. Yeah. So it's possible for you guys to to, to help me to do that or must the must the website already be up and running? Yeah. Before? That's a good question. So yeah. I think we we do have a range. Yeah. So um uh, we do have people that come to us that already they are already established. Right. So yeah. maybe one example is that we recently acquired or whether we, we got into partnership with Suntech and Phrases. Mm. So I, I mean, I think all of us are aware of Suntech Mall yeah. and Phrases Mall, right? Yeah. So they are businesses that, you know, they really exist. They really have a business model. But what they wanted to do is they want to go digital, right? Mm. So so in this aspect, we help them where we, we did the uh, initial stage where we assess, you know, their, their requirements, their needs. Um, you know, their business, what do you want to do? You know, what are some of the features that they're looking for, right? Yeah. So I, I think one popular feature that they're looking for is, uh, because I, I mean, I think all of us are aware that, you know, sometimes you have, uh, or whether these big companies, they have like loyalty programs, right? Like you spend, you know, I don't know, $50 in Suntech Mall, you get discount or, or free car park. Yeah, right. That kind of stuff, right? So they want to integrate that into their website. Yeah, so it's a very it's a very common feature for bigger companies like that to want to do like a single sign on to connect everything together. So that's that's one feature that that they have. So this is an example. Mm. So we we kind of do like a pre um uh a pre sales stage where you know we talk about for for these companies that 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 they already established. So just walk them through some of the features that they might want to have mm. or they want to have um in in the website they want to build. Right. So just consulting them with that. We also have the, the other extreme where these people, they just have an idea, uh, nothing concrete. They don't have like a business, but yeah. they just want to, like, like yourself, right? Yeah. Who, who just want to start. Mm. So that's something that we also kind of do consultation for. Mm. So we, we can, we most of the time, we don't get, go on a call with these people. Uh, most of the time, they just ask us through our support channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we would just let them know, hey, you know, this is possible with our solution and, you know, you can do this, that kind of stuff. Yep. So on our end, we have two products. So one is the out-of-the-box um, solution. So we already have like some pre-made features that's already available. So, you know, if you sign up, you get free 30-day trial, you can just create a marketplace, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and also the other end, we have the uh, headless solution, you know, where it's everything that's customizable. Yeah. So it's more of a bespoke solution. Yeah. So back to your question, we, we kind of have a spectrum where we can, you know, do any, it's more of like, we can do any, we can Anything do most of the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just more of, you know, customization to kind of tailor make these features to to what you need. Yeah. So the, so the focus is building a website, not really. So you don't actually build any apps or anything? Build an app? But when you like, because let's say, for example, I want to create an app. Yeah. 
for my business. So yep. is it possible for you guys to do it? Yeah. Also? Yep. So our solution is APIs, API first, mm. right? So what it means is that um, we are built around connectors, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to build an app, it's possible. So we really build the connectors for people to come in and they can, you know, use our existing solution and they can make an app out of it. Yeah, so that, that's possible. But of course, all this requires customization costs, right? Yeah, to build, to maintain, to support, that kind of stuff. So is yeah. it okay to ask like, how much does it cost? Uh, say for me, I want to create that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think most of our clients, clients when they come to us, they always ask about cost as well. Yeah. Right? And I think to us, it's, um, it really depends on a few factors, right? Like how complicated the features you are mm. looking for it is, right? And, and I think for apps itself, um, to us, it's quite a complicated feature. Yeah. And um and it really depends on the way that you know some of these developers they code. Right. So so personally on our end, we we don't do the the, the customizations. We always get a third party to come in to help doing to do all these customizations. Yeah. Also oh, you guys don't do the customization. Mm. You guys hire someone else to do it. Yeah. So so it's more of a scalable model, right? Like yeah. I think on Arcadia's end, it, it's it's a bit tough for us to build customizations for all of our clients. Yeah. So what we do is we we kind of, um, you know, get partners that are experts in these fields. So we get them to be, you know, uh, familiar with our product and then they they can, oh, I, mean, I mean, they can, you know, build for these clients. So mm-hmm. essentially, these clients, they just use our base software. Yeah. They pay us a monthly fee and then these partners will come in and they will be the one that build all these customizations. So the client will pay them the support and the customization fees. Oh, okay. So yeah. then from then on, once the app is built, then you guys will still continue to, to support or just like let the person just run everything. Yeah. So we will, we will support um our core product, which is Arcadia's product, which is the marketplace okay. uh, technology. So anything on top of that, customizations will be done, will be supported by the partners. Oh, okay. Yeah. But are, do you, so... So currently, yeah, you've been there for almost one and a half years, two years. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think December will be my second year, so it's about one and a half years. So have you seen a lot more, a lot more enterprises or a lot more um businesses or more established businesses coming to you guys for 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 businesses or to help set up their their website or do you have you seen more entrepreneurs who are trying to set up their own businesses? Right. Yeah. This is a good question. I think yeah. because of the whole COVID pandemic thing, right? Yeah. We, we're actually seeing a surge in um, enterprise, bigger companies coming to us. Um, they want to go digital, mm. right? So I think some industries, uh, I mean, I think it, I think all of us are aware, you know, like malls, yeah. uh, retail, they, are, they, are, they want to go digital, right? And and I think another sector that is booming is the healthcare sector. Yeah. Yeah. So, what we are seeing on Arcadia is uh, these two sectors are the up and rising mm-hmm. sectors that have been asking us uh, more most often. Uh, for enter- for entrepreneur side, uh, it's still constant. Uh, personally, I, I feel that it's still you know it's still about the same. Um, yeah, for for entrepreneur side. So how long how so how long does it take to to actually come up with the the website or the app? Like how long does it take from the day I ask you to the day to you you how long yeah, yeah. so. It, Again, it really depends on the features that you're looking for. Let's say a very basic one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so I think for Arcadia, we do have a base, a base solution, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. like out-of-the-box solution, yeah. right? So if you want to get that set up, you can do it within like a day. What is faster? Yeah. For both way, website and app. Oh no, not for app. It's just a website. website. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just a website. If you want an app, because it's not out of the box, yeah. uh, it really it really depends. Uh, maybe a good gauge is uh, we have one of our clients that wanted to build a a, web, a website and an app. Yeah. And then they took about three months just to, you know, get that whole thing up and running. Yeah. But three months, not too bad. Yeah, it, yeah. It's actually quite fast. Yeah, it's quite fast. Yeah. Three months. Yeah. So do you, do you think that you've applied anything you've learned in uni? Or like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say that. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. say like, are there any transferable skills? Yeah, I would say that transferable skills that you have took from uni, right? Yeah. That you have applied to, let's say, your current job now. Yeah. Mm, good question. Technical skill-wise, uh, not a lot because, I mean, it's econs, right? But yeah. but I would say that because I'm, I'm kind of involved in the analytical analytics department as well. So, mm. I think what I learned in, in econs, like, uh, it kind of, it was kind of transferable to a certain extent. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was still fine. But I think uh, most of the time uh, it's not in a tech, especially in a, in a business role in a tech role. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that I think, um, I, I mean, this is also a myth, right? I, I think most people think that to go into a tech firm, you need coding skills. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, personally, I, I don't have any coding skills. Mm. Right. And and I think that um, it's possible to, to not have coding skills to be in a tech job. Yeah. But of course, I would say that it's more, it's more of an advantage to have it because if you have those skills, it'll be easier for you to understand uh, certain concepts. It'll be easier for you to understand certain technology that has been used for whatever, whatever company they're in. Yeah. But on my end, it's really based on, you know, relying more on my um, colleagues that, are, that knows tech. And also yeah. based on experience. Yeah. So, so I mean, you're, I'm sure you have some friends in university. Lah. So, did they also like go into uh, tech firms or, or what other firms did they, did they went into? Because I think now they, they, were, they should have graduated, right? No, actually no. No? No. Oh. This is probably their last... Last year. Last sem, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, do you know like, any like other plans that they want to go? Or like, do they plan to, let's say, go into a startup? So, right. Yeah. Oh. Interestingly, I I I do meet some friends, and yeah. um. So I have two friends that they are in the political science field. Yeah. Right. So I think for them, they wanted to, uh, be a civil servant. Oh, civil servant. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So um. But what's interesting about them is that um they recognize that experience also plays a very important role. Yeah. And and to them is because they were really set to be in the pri- public sector. Yeah. They want to experience the private sector. Yeah, so I kind of got them into Arcadia as an intern and then oh. just for them to experience, you know, what is it like working in the private sector and all. So, but to me, it's, they were the first one who expressed the interest, right? Okay. So, so I, I think, yeah, I mean, for if, to answer your question, like I do have friends that um, want to experience what does it like to work in a private sector. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's good lah because, yeah, like I say, you, do, you, you graduate from political science, it's kind of like, you kind of have to do something to do with politics. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's good that they actually had a chance to work. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. some feedback that they gave was that it was a, it was an experience for them because uh, they had previous interns in the public sector and, and it's not as fast paced as uh, private sector. Right? Yeah. Like in the public sector, they were saying like, sometimes you want to get something approved and you go through many, many layers. Yeah. Whereas in, 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 in a private sector, you know, you can just go directly to the boss and they, they give you the green light and you can just go ahead to do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think for them, like it was a positive experience. They, mm. they felt that they learned a lot, like how, how private sector functions and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's a pretty good experience for them. So right now, uh, your your role as a BD, right? Yeah. Do you think it's very very tough, huh? or do you think it's like long hours, or yeah, like what's what's the working hours like? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah I, I think for my side, hmm. uh, it's pretty flexible. Okay. Yeah. So I think our our boss don't really care, um, what time we start, what time we end, right? And I mean, that mm. is good and bad at the same yeah. time, right? Good, like I can just wake up like 10, 30, 11 or I could like, you know, go to gym or eat breakfast and then I can just start work anytime, that kind of stuff. Anytime, even let's say you, anytime meaning let's say even if you do it the other way, like you start work at 7 p.m. and you end it. Yeah, yeah. Provided if I have no meetings or, oh, or yeah. anything. But most okay. of the time, like I'll have calls in between. So mm. for my end, it's it's a bit tough to start at night. But I, I do know of... um some of my colleagues that they are in the um, not BD related, they, they they work better at night. So, yeah. So, that's what they do. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, pros and cons. Like, the pros is really very flexible. Yeah. But the cons is sometimes there's no end. Like, you, you don't know when to stop. Like, there's no structure. Yeah. What do you mean by there's no end? Like, like because, because it's so flexible, like, for us, it's more towards we need to get, at least we need to get things done. Mm. Um, then we can call it a day. But sometimes it's just too much, you know, for the week or for the day. And sometimes you might have to work until late at night. Yeah. So there's there's no like structure to that. What's the latest you ever worked to? I have a call at 12 a.m. Oh, because of the time difference, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so that's the latest that I that I I I've went. Uh I have a colleague that I think this week itself, she had ah. a call at 6 a.m. And then 6 so she started kind of started work at 6 a.m. And then she ended at 10 p.m. 10? 6 a.m. and then 10 p.m. Yeah, because she had another call at 10 p.m. 
Yeah, but I, uh-huh. I, I believe she took breaks in between. Yeah, la, yeah, but, but it's like, I mean, you think about it, like you constantly have to be in a work mode. Yeah, la, correct. Six all the way until 10. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's why I feel, that's why I feel quite bad for, for startups. Because uh, I'm, I did work in a startup as well. Right. And I feel like we are always the, I don't want to say this in a negative way, la, but we are always like the the slave to the customers. Like that. You know, you kind of have to, to, to work around their time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah. they say, okay, uh, we are in, let's say, I don't know, I'm in US and I'm only free at 10 a.m. And then in Singapore, it's like, yeah, like say 6 a.m., 5 a.m. I mean, you, you kind of have no choice. Uh. I mean, you, ha- you either bow down to them or you lose the business. Yeah. And as a yeah. startup, you don't really have that much of a leverage to, unless you are a very popular startup. Lah, but most of the time, startups are kind of uh, at the mercy of the bigger the bigger companies or like the customers itself. Yeah, yeah this, this is very yeah. true. Yeah. Which I think is... I think it's a it's a good and bad thing, lah. Yeah, because I see I have seen my own uh colleagues themselves. Yeah, like they I won't say they work themselves to death, lah. But now you can see it on their faces, or yeah, like they just uh they're just like tired, lah. Like they just come to work, they do their work, they laugh a bit, they smile a bit, and then they just keep doing. And then it's like seven p.m. is very cut off, like, like seven p.m. is like go home time, right? Yeah. It's like so normal to just continue doing. Like this, like, oh, let's continue, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Yeah. So I, I I think on that point, I think personally, I think that it's important to have some sort of balance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, even for me, like, I'm also learning. And I think I was speaking to some of my colleagues uh, this week. And like, I learned to go on do not disturb mode so that nobody contacts me in the, week, in the weekends okay, and, or even at night. Yeah. But sometimes you do have a choice, right? I mean, like you... I, I I don't want to say I don't want to say they don't have a choice, uh, but more of like you sometimes you feel scared that let's say your boss is trying to get you on like the weekend and then you're not there and then you're like yeah he gets frustrated and then uh yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, I think I I think on my side we unless it's very urgent then that's where they will contact by your phone but I think I think that all of us kind of respect each other's space as well. Mm. yeah so I think it really depends on the culture in a company yeah some companies are more extreme than mm. the others yeah but I would say that for my end like there's still a level of respect with regards to our personal space yeah unless it's very urgent then they will contact you know via, via or they will call you via, via your phone yeah, yeah. to me it sounds like your job is quite like a startup like very flexible yeah um you learn a lot since you say you, you you do a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think maybe to that point, I think the biggest learning learning, you know, point for me is yeah. it's really the interaction with um other with the clients, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mainly because um, you know, when you when you have calls with them, you kind of get a spectrum of industries. Yeah. Right. And and through the call itself, uh, personally for me, I, I feel that I learn more about their industry, I learn more about their processes than you know like being there itself mm. right so like you know i've caused with uh healthcare sector i've caused with you know even gambling sector that kind of stuff right so i, I get to experience you know different um different sectors yeah. different industries and you know how they work and the, what, what the processes and all and, and i think to me uh that's the biggest l- learning point right yeah, yeah to, to kind of be exposed to different sectors yeah mm. so i just want to ask like um what what do you think i like some of the the future plans you have. Like, I always ask people, like, I always ask people, um, like, do you see yourself doing a nine-to-five job for the rest of your life? You know what I mean? Right. Like, do you see yourself, like, doing something for yourself? Like, since you're working in a startup, right? Yeah. Do you have, like, um, an aspiration to also do your own startup, to do something for yourself? Or do you think that you will just continue this nine-to-five for I don't know for the rest of your life yeah I, I think yeah. for me I I think personally uh, I, I feel that I'm a very uh, curious in nature person yeah. right so to me it's always about learning mm. and as long as you know I get to learn I'm okay to stay okay yeah. but when it comes to a time where I feel that the learning has peaked mm. then like I feel that maybe I can't you know value add much then I will move on Okay. Yeah. So I think to your question, whether it's in 95, whether I stay in 95, I think really depends on 
um, how much I'm learning and how much I can get exposed to. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if a job, if a nine to five job provides me with, you know, learn as long yeah. as I can or then, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would do that. And I mean, of course, another factor to that is the, is the pay. La. Yeah, la. Yeah. I mean, that's always the most, more yeah, of the yeah, most yeah. important factors. I, I think as you grow yeah. older, you realize that, I mean, if you want to start a family and that kind of stuff, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are the two bigger factors for me. Yeah. That I get to learn and, and I get paid. Mm. Yeah. So anything, so, so in conclusion, those two matters to me the most. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I agree that the pay part, la, because I'm not going to lie that, I mean, I, I just said this in one interview like recently only. Right. And then like the person kind of asked me about some, like asked me about experiences and stuff. La. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think experiences is very important. And, and you know, uh, as a young, as a young, uh, fresh grad, I come out, I want to be able to learn as much as possible, you know, be a sponge and just try to absorb as yeah. much information. And then, uh, I still say like, uh, I don't really care about the pay. You know, <laughs> I feel like at my age, you know, uh, we should be focusing on you know, experiences. Yeah. After that. I mean, in my heart, I was like, oh no, actually, I need to get at least, <laughs> I need to get at least, I mean, like, if, I don't know, like 4,000 or 2,009, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I, I just, I mean, I just have to sell yourself like that, law. That's yeah. how I sold myself, like, in terms of standing up for other people. I just say that, oh, I didn't really care about the pay. I'm not looking at the pay. Yeah. Look at the more of the experiences. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. in reality, that's, that's always the case, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how to. I mean, you cannot tell it to interviewer, right? Say, hey, I I want I need the, I need the money. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I want to be in the, if I want to be honest, I would say, yeah, I need the money, and you are hiring, so that's why I'm applying, and that's why we are talking right now. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think yeah, nowadays, actually, I feel that a lot of younger people, right, they are um, they're branching out towards doing their own startups, ah. Uh. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 And and not only that, I think I think it's quite 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 crazy, yeah, that there are, there's a lot of them doing these startups. And uh I think some of my friends they are doing their startup right now, right? And I think they're doing quite well. Mm-hmm. And at the same time they are doing their own their own job. So do you think that that you will be able you will be do, you will do something like that? Oh, you know what I wanted to say? I, I, I always admire those people. <laughs> that, that, I still do it. Yeah, I always see them like oh, hustling or that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't need no sleep. Just like, uh, I only sleep for four hours and I, I, I chong in the, my work in the morning and afternoon and then at night I chong my, my side business. Uh, do, you, do you see yourself actually doing that or not? Yeah. Uh, I think I think I would. I would mm. see myself doing that. But probably not later. Not later. Not later, like in age. Maybe, mm. maybe like during this period where I'm still, you know, younger. Yeah. And and I think, I think to that point, like, I, I still think experience is important. And, and I think certain things can be bought. Experience, certain experience can be bought with money. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think, I think it really depends on how the person see it. If the person sees it as a long-term investment, then yeah, I think, that, I think that's a good long-term investment, right? Like you get low pay, but you get a good experience and, and through the experience itself, it landed you in a bigger job and a yeah, much bigger pay. Right. Yeah. But there's always, there's always this societal pressure, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and also, yeah, I, I yeah. totally get you. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I always hate it when, okay, I won't say I hate it, lah, but I always find it very, oh, very, very cringe when someone asks me like, uh, so, uh, how much you, let's say yeah, I'm working, lah. Yeah. someone asks me like, so how much you get paid? Like when, I, when I was in China at the time, right? Like yeah. Someone asked me, hey, how much you get paid? Then I said, oh, uh, around 6,000 RMB. They said, oh, so little. How you survive? How you... <laughs> I mean, yeah lah. I mean, I, I know there's, I know, I know it's low, but at the same time, yeah, I don't really like it when, when someone right. asks me that kind of, kind of question. I think for <laughs> me, it wasn't, isn't more of the societal pressure. I think it's more of, I just need more money, man. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I mean, I mean, living here, like everything is so high and then yeah. like, if you want to settle down, you also need money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just hard. I, I think, I think it's hard to, to kind of survive just solely based on your 95. Yeah. Like, you definitely need to bunch out, you know, investment or whatever it is. Wow. Yeah. So investment. So how much have you invested so far? 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what to say, but, uh, so you've you been doing investment so long. Yeah, side, I'm yeah. I'm learning how to do investments just on the side. Yeah, to kind of get some passive income. But I feel like nowadays, I mean, especially during COVID time, a lot of people are doing like investment. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, let's say th- two years two years ago, right? Um, The normal conversation we have, like, between friends, uh, it's just like, oh, how's your job? Oh, how are you doing? And stuff. And nowadays, uh, it's just like, when the when the silence comes, right? And then everybody asks, so you guys are investing in stocks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is the thing that kind of like, free up the gap now. No, I, I, I still think that, mainly because it's easier to invest now, right? Because of, yeah. you know, the products that's like, available online right now. Mm. Uh, it makes easier makes it easier for people, normal people like us to just go into the stocks. Yeah, yeah, but it's crazy. Like two years ago, like, nobody is thinking about this. Yeah. But only during this COVID time, oh, everyone is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we should go. Everyone, I think everyone is an expert. You know what I mean? Expert. Yeah. <laughs> expert. Like, hey, you guys, you go buy this stock. Like, go buy this stock. This stock is going up. This stock is going down. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, well, when did everyone become an expert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I mean, I do, I do some investment, but I don't really like to give any advice to anyone. La. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I I mean, I don't think that I'm credible. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather take the risk myself than, yeah. than to like, you know, like somebody suffer, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because I, I mean, recently, I would say what WhatsApp chat was, we have like, in common that we are doing some trading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, someone said to buy a certain stock at this right. price. Right. And then I bought it. And, and then it dropped? It dropped. And then I sold it at a loss. Cause, you shouldn't sell it, man. No, because I, I didn't want to hold it. I want to buy something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's with investment, right? I, yeah. I, I personally feel that like it should come as a conviction, a personal conviction. Mm. That's where when it drops, you you know that you'll still hold. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I think I think like no, I I totally get you. And mm. I think that the person that is sharing doesn't come from a place where you know he means how many all. But yeah, I, yeah, I think I, I think that for us, if we were to buy, then we need to understand the risk that that we're taking. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I personally feel that uh, it should be done out of conviction. Yeah, because mm. when it's done out of conviction, uh, you have uh, more, I mean, it's more diamond hands, right? Like you, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. when you to hold like, it, yeah. you, you hold it because you believe in the, in com- the company, you do your yeah. own due diligence, you know, you know, you know, like why you're holding it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what my dad told me also. He said that if you want to buy a stock, in a company, you must actually believe in the company. Yeah. But do yeah. your own research about the company. But nowadays, uh, everyone is just, just like, buying everything. Like, yeah, like yeah. let's talk about GameStop. Uh. <laughs> uh, like, nobody even, like, let's say the company don't even, it's not even a good company to begin with. Is it? Yeah, because they are, what they do is they actually, uh, they buy games from people. And then they, Secondhand they, games, yeah, right? And then they resell it to, to, to other people. Right. At a much higher price. Is that yeah. the only business model? I mean, that's one that I heard of, lah. Right. That's why. I mean, that's why a lot of people are shorting the, the company because it's not, it's not going to last forever. Because now games are going online and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then just because um some people on Reddit find it unfair that you know you can actually short a company, don't give it a chance to to let it prosper that they are they start to yeah pump the pump it up like crazy yeah and a lot of just went madness ah yeah. after that. Yeah. Like even now, even now it's still it's like what 200, 300 uh, Yeah, GameStop. Yeah, which I think is is it's quite crazy la. It's a hype, man. Yeah. But do you think you think uh, like nowadays you see a lot of um do you actually admire actually those people who get very famous on say TikTok or or YouTube? Like people that let's say younger than us, who uh-huh. who their job is just to do TikTok and YouTube videos or Instagram, yeah. Right. Do you actually like how what, what, what's your, what's your perspective on that? I no, I, I think I think those are I think those are fine. I think uh I mean if you ask me if I admire them, like maybe admire them from the standpoint that they're making easy money. Yeah. I, I mean based on what I think, but yeah, it may yeah. not be true, right? But if you ask me, like, given a position why I want to do it, I, I would say no, because I don't think I can do what they do. Mm. Like like I'll cringe so hard. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. they do also. I'm pretty sure they, they do cringe there. But it's just somehow they're always wired very differently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think different people are, are wired differently, like what you say. Like yeah, different la. people have different strengths and, and perhaps for them they, they they are born to do those kind of stuff. But it's more uh, of Gen Z now, right? Like we are we yeah. are we are the millennials, right? And then yeah. in my time, like let's say during our time, I mean during our time, uh in in secondary school, right? We Nobody think about doing something, right? Nobody yeah, think yeah. about, uh, well, I want to be a YouTuber. I mean, during that time, YouTube was really there. There's really YouTube, there's Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Twitter was like, okay lah. But Instagram also was like, that's, oh, just started only. But yeah. nobody wanted to like, do like, wow, suddenly become a, yeah, everyone just wanted to be, go to uni, go to poly, get a job. That's it. 
I mean, to be honest, I kind of live a pretty boring life. <laughs> I mean, if 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 I had something that that you know, I enjoy to do, right, yeah. then I I wouldn't mind you know branching into like YouTube or or not maybe Instagram, you know, for yeah. a start, like just post stuff. Yeah, but I I don't know about you, but I I don't really have a lot. No, but now it's <laughs> no, but I feel that like now is the all the Gen Z people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Coming yeah. out, we like suddenly it's just them only. Like during our age, I like. I don't even know any, I don't even know much millennials who are, let's say, very famous now. Uh. But for Gen Z, it's like, wow, there's suddenly so many. Like, I just see on Instagram, well, it's like 50k, 100k yeah, followers. Yeah. And it's just something that I'm like, how, how are these people wired differently from, from people like us just a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, just me. And, and the thing is that, I think pe- nowadays people also like, yeah, their goal aspirations also change. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, yeah, like for China, right? When you ask them what they want to be, right, in the future, it's like they want to be influencers, right? Yeah, and this is very like a contrast uh, to like what, um, well, traditionally what we want to do. Uh, in our life. Yeah, and I, I think I think it's common, right? As yeah. much as we see that it's a contrast, but I, I think it's common because I mean, even you see whole you know the passage of time itself, like because mm. of you know exposure your experience your environment it kind of changes you know things hmm. yeah so yeah I, I think to that point like maybe perhaps for these people the Gen Z people they, they got more exposure like the environment that they they were brought up in yeah. were very different from us and and because of that perhaps they are more the skill set is more inclined towards that because of the exposure that they are they are open to yeah yeah but do you think that the exposure is because of millennials like us or having kids and then we exposed to them like phones and iPads. Yeah, yeah. At a very young age. Yeah. And then they become like addicted to it now. I, I mean, I wouldn't say addicted, but I would say that they're more tech savvy. I, I mean, in terms mm. of age comparison, right? When they were at this age and when we were at that age, like they're definitely more tech savvy than us. Yeah, la, correct. Yeah. But I think it's, nowadays I see a lot of like, yeah, I mean, Northern, right? Northern, I see my own sisters, right? Like yeah. when they show their, when their children is like, like just at like uh, at home and stuff. And they must use a phone. They must watch something on the phone to eat or to do something. Or basically everything that they do requires some kind of screen. Right. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, like, are we going towards that? Like in the future that we are, are we moving towards the kind of future where we are just going to be very reliant on this kind of phones and screens and computer. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like we, our generation, right? It's like one of the last few ones or the last one actually. Uh-huh. That we never grew up on on phones, you know? yeah, and we just like talk. Like I, I remember that during the time of the secondary school, when we finish school, right, and we go back home, when we when we go eat lunch, right, our lunch is like four to five hours. I don't know what we do. Right, we right. Just talk yeah, and talk yeah. and talk. Yeah. And do people still do that? I, I'm not sure though. Maybe they do. I I don't think so. Eh. I, I, know. I always see secondary school kids with their phones on the bus. Yeah, different mode of uh. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I mean, to 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 your question, I think we are moving towards that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even don't, don't just talk about kids with phone, right? Even look at around us, mm. like like the things that we're doing. Everything is going digital. Yeah, right. Like we are, like everything's about technology now. Mm. Like you can't even enter a supermarket without scanning certain stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, but there are even some older people who still don't who still refuse. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and I think to that point, I think it's very important for us to learn to adapt. Yeah, to 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 be to be flexible in a way because if not, we will lose. You know, we we will mm. just lose out. Yeah, but I, I mean, I find myself addict, so addicted to my phone. Right, like I do you I have to like watch a t or a show and so I mean I feel very restricted. Yeah, not say I'll say restricted. I feel like, like you're slave to your phone. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like I like, really like a slave. Like really like without a phone, right? It's, it feels weird. Yeah. Like you, have you ever tried going out without a phone? To run, uh, yeah. <laughs> to, okay, to run also you can you run without a phone. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so run without phone. Music. I don't. You just run, right? Oh, that's, that's, I think it's good already. Yeah. Because for me, I when I run, I need to I need to hear something. Right, right. Yeah. I think it's good enough that you you actually run without without your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I mean I, I think this is just some of the stuff that I, I try to because I know that phone is a, sometimes can be a distraction, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think this is something that, like, I mean, I, I just started running like maybe three weeks back and then there's something that I, I've been trying to cultivate also. Like, you know, mm. when I'm running, like as much as I can, it's be free from distraction. Just take some time to like, you know, just run and that kind of stuff. Like. So how far do you, have you run your year? 
What's what's your distance? Oh, I, I don't run. I don't run long, man. I just huh? run like two km, two point four. Then okay, I'm done. Huh? Where where do you run? Downstairs my house, ah. The the downstairs. canal. Oh, the, oh, the canal that you run there. Run so one 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 lap is it right? One point two. Yeah. So yeah, you run I, to and fro. Yeah, to and fro. How long do you take? I don't know. I don't know. You never count, you never time yourself. I never bring anything down, right? Huh? I don't I don't bring anything to time. I, I, oh, don't, yeah. I don't I mean I don't I don't bring a watch down as well. So I just I, just run for it. How do you know whether you improve like your, your timing? I think for now I'm just uh I just want to build a habit first. Oh. Yeah. So building the habit of going down, run, going down, run. Then subsequently from there, then I will start to do the the improvement for the time side. Oh. Yeah. So what's your goal though? What's your goal? What's your goal though for, for this run? What's your goal? Like you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to like... Yeah, man. I'm trying to cut down my belly fat. Okay, well, you look fine. What? Yeah, because I'm in a baggy shirt. <laughs> How heavy are you? Uh, 62. 175. 173. Okay, well, that's, it's, 72, 77. Okay, well, that's around... Is that normal? Yeah, yeah that's normal. But yeah. it's, the, it's the belly fat. Like, it's the belly fat, man. Yeah, I think maybe you probably need to run and probably go to the gym. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I'm starting with... I mean, I've been doing sit-ups consistently. Dude, it doesn't work. I say but, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I realized that, dude, it's not going down. It's just yeah. like, it's not going down. Yeah, but but like, I, I mean, I still think that that's a, still a good habit to do, right? Like at least, you know, do some sit up. But right mm. now, I'm like, like, okay, take it up to the next level. Okay, just build the running part. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think the sit-up part helps in a way where, okay, it kind of, you know, builds the habit. Yeah. Then now I'm just moving it to the next habit to build. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's not a misconception that, Doing sit-ups will help to do will help to reduce belly fat. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I always hear these people, yeah, yeah doing yeah, sit-ups. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so please no this. <laughs> doing yeah. sit-ups doesn't <laughs> doesn't burn. I mean it does, but your fat is burned overall throughout your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's better to do like more compound movement. Like I say doing push-up or pull-up or squats, body weight squats, right. stuff like that. Yeah. I love how the conversation from from our from jobs we <laughs> <laughs> talk about yeah, exercises. <laughs> I don't I don't know how they go. Workout tips. Yeah, I don't know how they go from there to there. Yeah, it's quite funny. But it's good lah. Of course, even I also trying to do some more running also. Yeah. Haven't been haven't you been running or something? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to run every day. Wow. Like, I try to run at least uh like two point four. Like I try to push myself one more lap each day, one more lap each day. Oh wow, this is great. Yeah, but it, 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 I think it burns out. Uh. Yeah, because. I don't know why. For me, I can't do laps. I don't know why. I just can't. I just can't keep going round. Like the and same. Round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, after a while, I just get burnt out. And then I just tell myself, uh, okay, I'll just run like two laps and then I'll stop really. Yeah. But actually, I feel like I can do more. Right. Like if I run, let's say, um, from Jurong to Beauty World, or something like that. So how how long do you usually run? For the laps one or like the trail one? Or like just like a random route? You don't do laps every day, right? You do trail every I do day. laps every day because I want to train more. Right. Yeah. So, the laps one I do about, I try to do, because one lap is for, for there, for my park is about 600 meters. So, I try to do about, 1.2. I try to do about, yeah, I try to do about four laps because it's about right, 2.4. 2.4. Yeah. yeah. That's the minimum that I want, I want to do yeah. every day. So, I try to push myself to do like five, six, because I want to improve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. improve the stamina. So, yeah. five, six, seven. Then after a while, it's like, I don't know. I just cannot do it anymore. Like, I can't push <laughs> past that seven. It's like, I just don't want to do it because I don't feel like the mentality is not there. Like, right. I feel like the mentality is, okay, yeah, four, four laps because IPPT is four laps. Yeah. And I need to get the, that goal. And then after that, it's like, uh, it's like, after <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's leisure run, man. Leisure yeah, run, it's man. like, it's not really right. part of the, the whole training process. Oh, I mean, yeah, how do we even end up to this? Do, we, do you want to go back to jobs? Or yeah. are you good with? <laughs> I mean, I, I, can, I can go back to jobs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, in the long term, yeah. let's just move back to jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the title for this, right, should be um, Doing Sit-Ups Does Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, for, for, for I mean for other podcasts, for Daniel, I think it was, I think we stay, we stay on topic for quite a while. Right. But I think that's fine. Lah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I keep it casual. Yeah. And we really talk about, we really talk about the part of your job really and everything. It's not like we didn't yeah. miss out or anything. Yeah. So, um, I don't know whether I can ask you this question or not. Yeah. But, do you think you will want to do BD for, like, for next? For how long, how long more do you think you want to do BD? Or you want to switch to other roles that you want to do? Yeah. So, I think, I think to me, um, 
given the exposure that I have in the company, right? Like, because I, I think that I'm doing like, you know, BD sales, I'm doing analytics, I'm doing like, yeah. like consultant, you know, I, I definitely want to move towards the, the technical aspect, mm. right? Like, I, I think that like through this experience itself, I also kind of realized what, where my strengths, where my weaknesses. And I mean, to me, I, I cannot do DEX, right? I cannot DEX, like, you know, creating slides and, and that kind oh, of stuff. That, that, oh, like, no that. way, man. I can't do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but I feel that like, I, I'm I'm interested in, in the product side. You know, I'm, I'm interested in doing solution design. Mm. Yeah, so I that's always been an interest to me. Like, you know, whenever we have a client that has a, you know, a request, uh, what I'll usually do is I'll just create a a a flow chart for that. You know, how how do I, how do I see it, you know, actualizing? How how do I see it playing out, you know? Yeah. So so that has always been something that's always interesting to me. And mm. and I, I think with the opportunity, you know, I, I would love to explore that, like more of a consultation approach, more of a product manager side. Mm. Yeah. So I think I think even right now, like I'm given a um, few exposure to solution design, which is very interesting to me, right? Like we, we just got on call with the dev team. We go through, okay, you know, let's go through the roadmap. Mm. What do we want to uh, build next? How do you go about to build? How do you go about building it? You know, yeah. So so those things are, are pretty interesting to me. And and of mm. course for sales, um, it's not really about the you know the relationship building with the clients, but it's more towards okay understanding what they want to build and just on my end seeing how I can go about advising them to build these features on, on, on our product. Mm. Yeah. So so it's really more as I personally find that my interest is more towards you know the product side. Mm. Like you know helping to solve problems with regards to features or all this kind of stuff. I think it's good. Yeah. I think I think I think yeah I think your focus on solving problems is a is definitely a plus. Yeah. Yeah it's something that probably a lot of companies wanna wanna have. Especially, especially for consulting companies, uh. yeah, uh, yeah. So there's probably no problem if you probably want to branch out to other. I don't know whether I should say this, but other consulting companies, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's something that I think is is good. And you're also working with other with the CS team as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm heading the CS team. Mm. So so I I think that itself gives me a lot of exposure, mm. right? So like you know, to me, it's always about improving efficiency right yeah. like finding you know areas that we can do better yeah. and and I, I think the company give, gives me the autonomy to make changes and and i, I kind of I, i'm kind of appreciative of that the fact that i can uh you know make changes i can change the processes i can do things to the team yeah so so that that itself has given me a lot of exposure uh, with regards to that and and mm. i would say that i think through the years itself we definitely see things improving and mm. it's not just, you know, based on, you know, words and all, but it's really based on statistics. Mm. They were seeing increase in our efficiency. We're seeing increase in, in, in the way that we respond to, to some of these queries from the client. Mm. Yeah. And so, so those things have been very re- rewarding for me personally. Yeah. So how, how close does the, the, cause I th- I'm pretty sure your, your startup is pretty, it's a small startup, right? Maybe fifty people. Yeah, about fifty over. So how close are you? How how close are the CEO or like actually like keep track on like your progress or anything? Right. So I think um to that question, we we are we are quite close to or or rather we are very close to one of the founder, mm. uh, which is my boss. Mm. So we we do have like you know weekly meetings talk mm. about stats where we are and, and that kind of stuff. I would say this about my boss is that um, he's very on the ground, mm. right? So he's not the kind where he he doesn't know what's going on like with the ground. He's That's not good. the kind that yeah. will tell you what to do. But if needed, he would even come down to our level to, you know, get some stuff down, done, right? Mm. So like, you know, you know, stuff like writing articles that things should, like we should be doing or interns should be doing. Mm. Sometimes when there's no resources, he'll be the one that comes down, he'll be the one that writes it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I would say that I think the way that he he leads the team mm. is very effective because um it's not like you know there, there isn't a gap between us. He yeah. he understands where we're coming from. He because he's with us on the ground. Yeah. And I think that itself uh, helps a lot with I mean for the company, but also at the same time on how we communicate, you know, certain stuff, certain issues we have with, with him. Mm. So so the management is very horizontal. Uh. Yeah. Like there's no like I mean there's hierarchy, but it's not like it's a very sh- Deep, very strong hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Because there are other companies like, especially Japanese companies, that has a very strong hierarchy. You know, like you cannot like disobey someone. You cannot just talk back and stuff like that. And yeah, so 
Any final words? Nah? <laughs> Any final words? I'm looking at time because you say you go at 12. So yeah, 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 yeah. Any final words to people on, let's say, if you want to get into, if you want to get into business development, you know, like what should they mentally prepare or how should they prepare or yeah. Any final words? I think, I think in general, um, what's important, I, I personally think what's important is really the soft skills. Okay. Right. I think, mm. you know, certain skill sets like being adaptable, being flexible and, and also like, yeah, being adaptable, adaptable, flexible. Those are important traits mm. that uh, I think companies look out, for, look out for. I think skills, technical skills can always be trained, can mm. always be taught. But things like this uh, will really help uh, personally yourself and also the company. Yeah. And and I would say for people who are looking for, for a job, maybe that is different from your own view, mm. your study view. Um, I mean, you may not have the skill set that, that you require, but yeah. but that doesn't mean that you can't learn, of course, number one. But of course, at the same time, like work on your other skill, your other soft skills, because those are also attractive traits that people look out for. Mm. Yeah, because I, I do encounter, you know, because I'm also part of, uh, I'm also kind of help, help, helping to interview uh, interns to kind of get them on, on, on our company. And, and we do have people that are very capable, like, you know, high GPAs, mm. they, they are good with what they do and all. But there's just something different about them. Like, that, you know, when you talk to them, when you ask them about, uh, uh, when you interview them and all, you, you can tell that, you know, you can't connect yeah. on, a, on a very personal level. And, and I think that itself is important. Yeah, so I think maybe just final words is um, always be learning, you know, like, and, and I, yeah, I, th- that's all lah. Always be it's learning. O- okay. Awkward. <laughs> well, it's not, it's, not, it's not awkward. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it's important to have sort of soft skills, especially for PD. Instead of doing sales and you need to communicate with, you know, like the clients and also your own, uh, the team under you. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, just keep your, keep your minds open. Always be learning. Lah. Yeah, I think that's a good skill set. And always, and hopefully next time when I have you here, you can tell me that you're going to run Further than 2.4. Hey! <laughs> Luke who's talking! <laughs> okay, man. Thanks for having, having you here today. And no, thank you for having for me here. Yeah, why, why did I say thanks for it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming today. Uh, even though it's quite early, we have this meeting at, sorry, this podcast at 10.30. Yeah, around there. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this is pretty, pretty good insights about uh, BD and the startup. Yeah, I, I hope I hope it helps. Yeah, it, it does. Cause especially when the, the point also where you talk about uh moving from engineering in Bali and to arts. Yeah. And then moving to a tech company, it's like so many different changes. And you still manage to to adapt and kind of still doing very well. Lah. Yeah. Thank you. So thanks, man. <laughs> this has been how many hours really? I don't know. One hour. One plus. hour plus one fifty minutes. Oh gosh. Come oh, here. Okay. I'll see you. I'll see you everyone. Adios. <laughs>